All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are locked on Falcons. I'm your host, Aaron Freeman. And today we're continuing our breakdowns of each position group, talking about the Falcons D-line group as we head into training camp. And we'll focus a lot on whether or not Eddie Goldman is finally the sort of running mate that we need next to Grady Jarrett. And we'll talk about whether or not Marlon Davidson or Vincent Taylor or Taquan Graham can sort of step up and be sort of the third guy in the You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So guys, you know me, I'm Aaron Freeman, been covering the Falcons for many years, formerly at falcfans.com, R-I-P, still going strong on Twitter, at falcfans, and of course, the host of this illustrious Locked On Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast family. And today's episode of Locked On Falcons is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And we thank everyone that makes Locked On Falcons their first listen each and every day. Of course, Locked On Falcons is free and available on a variety of podcast platforms, including Apple Odyssey, Google, Spotify, and of course, as well on YouTube. And if you subscribe to Locked On Falcons on YouTube, you give us a like, hit that bell. Uh, you know, you'll get the video version of the podcast the night before the audio drops. So as we continue these sort of positional breakdowns, we ask one big question for the Falcon season, one big question to pay attention to for this summer and then whatever other topics, uh, you know, other roster battles and, and whatnot. So uh, that big question of the season really boils down to is Eddie Goldman just kind of a stopgap or is he sort of the long-term potential option to play next to Grady Jarrett. We know that Grady Jarrett is solid, uh, you know, got the one-year contract extension, which signs him through Atlanta, or it's a multi-year contract extension, but it essentially boils down to at least we know he'll get one more year in Atlanta uh, beyond 2022. So he's definitely going to be here in Atlanta through 2023, whether he's here in 2024 and 2025, those last two years of the contract extension are sort of dependent on factors outside of his control, particularly team success or whatever the case may be. But we're hoping that we see Grady Jarrett, another four years of Grady Jarrett here in Atlanta. And we're hoping that, you know, unlike the last couple of years, that Grady Jarrett has a lot more help, uh, not only from the edge rushers, but also uh, a running mate. It's not necessarily that Eddie Goldman's going to now, his presence is going to now prevent Grady Jarrett from getting double teamed constantly. It's more that, okay, Grady Jarrett's going to get double teamed constantly. And now you just need more guys that can win their one-on-ones. And Eddie Coleman certainly is a guy that in the past has been able to win his one-on-ones. We talked about this on Friday's episode, talking about the Eddie Coleman sign and the potential impact that the thing, you know, prior to sitting out the 2020 season, uh, due to COVID, but prior to that, you know, for three or more years, Eddie Goldman was one of the premier three down nose tackles, meaning that not only does he provide value as a run defender at that nose tackle position as sort of a space eater, but also can provide some juice as a pass rusher. Then obviously coming back from the COVID year in 2021 with the Chicago Bears, Eddie Goldman had a down season and the Bears decided to move on given what they were paying him. 
But the expectation here in Atlanta is that uh, even if Eddie Goldman is only as good as he was a year ago with Chicago, which wasn't great, um, that's still an upgrade over what the Falcons had along their D-line last year, particularly when you look at the production of like Tyler Davidson and Mike Pinnell and Jonathan Ballard, the sort of three veteran guys on the D-line that the Falcons were constantly rotating along with some of their young guys that like if Eddie Goldman is still only like a 20 pressure guy, that's still twice as productive as those three guys were combined last year. And in reality, he'll probably be, hopefully we'll see, uh, he'll be closer to being maybe a 30 pressure guy this season for the Falcons. And given that Eddie Goldman is only 28 years old, about nine months younger than Grady Jarrett, um, you know, he signed a one year prove it deal. Uh, but you know, if he does wind up proving it and start, you know, particularly if he lives up to his pre COVID, uh, performances, that that's a guy that the Falcons could re up with, uh, long term, uh, and give him a long term contract. And so that we could see an Eddie Goldman, Grady Jarrett combination here in Atlanta for many years to come, not just this fall. Um, and so we, we know, that with this team, we've we've termed it before with the we call it, or at least I call it the Fabian Moreau strategy, where you sign these guys to these one year prove it deals, and it's like come to Atlanta, play well for us for the one year, and somebody will pay you, right? And prior to this upcoming off season, next off season after this upcoming season, you know that somebody more often than not has been other teams because the Falcons have you know been frugal and and or limited in terms of what they can spend. Uh, and next offseason will be the first time for this new regime where they will have less limits, let's say, uh, on their spending. They, you know, we won't be able we shouldn't have many com- conversations about the cap, uh, let's say, six months from now uh, over the, the following six months. So, you know, there is a golden opportunity for Goldman to get to earn that prove it deal and to prove it here in Atlanta and get that money here in Atlanta. So we'll see. If he can do that, and that's going to be important long term, because we've talked about this before when we talked about Troy Anderson, the Falcons second round linebacker, is that if you want to maximize Troy Anderson's developmental potential, you know, given how much he struggled at Montana State dealing with blockers, you imagine it's not going to be easier getting to the NFL level for him to deal with, you know, offensive linemen. So you want to have that space eating nose tackle that can keep him clean in addition to, you know, be the guy that lines up next to Grady Jarrett. Um, that can, you know, take on some of those double teams, but also take advantage of the one-on-ones that that player is going um, to get. So we'll see if Eddie Goldman can live up to the expectations. I have, you know, relatively high hopes. If you've been listening to this podcast for the last, you know, two months, you've been hearing me talk quite a bit about adding a player like Eddie Goldman. So, you know, the last thing I would like to have happen again is for me to spend, you know, weeks talking about, hey, we should sign Marvin Hall, right? And then they sign Marvin Hall and then they do nothing. <laughs> yeah, like what, what one reception for 10 yards. So I, I don't want to make this a, a common theme. You know, I know that the regime listens to locked on Falcons as you guys do. It's their first listen each and every day uh, on the same podcast platforms that you guys are checking out this show. And I would like to believe that, you know, as they take my advice or like, yes, Aaron is, you know, the smartest man in the world. We have to follow his personnel advice. And so I'm hoping that, you know, we don't whiff on this one with this Eddie Goldman thing. So um, we'll see how that goes guys. And, you know, that's sort of the big question to pay attention to this season. Um, uh, But, you know, there are some things to pay attention this summer as we get into training camp. Um, And we'll talk about sort of, you know, we know Grady Jarrett and Eddie Goldman are going to be the two main guys on the interior, but who's going to be a third guy, particularly in the Falcons base defense. And that will be sort of up for grabs throughout training camp this summer. And we'll get into that on who 
could be the front runners for that? Is it Tawan Graham? Is it Vincent Taylor? Is it Marlon Davidson? Or is Marlon Davidson on the bubble? We'll talk about all that as we continue uh, today's uh, Locked on Falcons podcast. But before we get there, guys, I want to tell you about BetOnline, the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Whether you're looking for the latest odds, contests, or player props, BetOnline has it all. Whether you want to bet on golf, the Tour de France, Major League Baseball, boxing, UFC, esports, Vegas casino games, you want to bet on future bets for the NBA next year, the NHL, of course, the NFL next year. You know, we're talking about whether or not Eddie Goldman will bounce back. He's not necessarily uh, a high candidate for comeback player of the year, but you know, one player that is, uh, you know, got decent odds that, for that. That's Marcus Mariota. So you can bet on him 14 to 1 odds to win comeback player of the year at Bet Online. So head on over to the website at betonline.net to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we talked about the big question of the season surrounding Eddie Goldman and what he can do for this Falcons defensive line. Uh, the big question of the summer is going to be whether or not, you know, Taquan Graham, Marlon Davidson, Anthony Rush, or Vincent Taylor sort of emerge as the third guy in the base defense. Um, and sort of that guy can be a fixture as a starter for not only this year, but in the long term. Right. We know teams play nickel 70 percent of the time uh, and, you know, primarily it will be Goldman and Jarrett probably in all likelihood rushing on those, those sort of third down situations. You'll also see a heavy dose of those guys on early downs and whatnot. Um, but in the base defense, which you play about 30 percent of the time, um, you know, there's the third D lineman in, in this Falcons sort of hybrid three, four uh, fronts that they like to utilize. Um, and you know, who's going to be that guy who's going to be the third wheel, so to speak, uh, among this D line. Uh, and if you base it off of who was getting the majority of snaps last year to Graham, I guess technically is the incumbent starter. Um, but he'll get pushed by guys like Marlon Davidson. He'll get pushed by Vincent Taylor. And I think Vincent Taylor is probably the most interesting of this group of players, you know, beyond Eddie Goldman and Grady Jarrett, because when you look at his career body of work in the NFL over like five years of playing football, it, you know, kind of blows the doors off of what Graham and, and Davidson have done in their very limited NFL careers. Uh, but the, the thing about Vincent Taylor is he's never been a true starter in this league. Like the closest he got was in 2018 when he was still with the Dolphins and he was basically their third D tackle. He was their top backup D tackle that year. He did win the starting job with the Houston Texans uh, this past year, but then got hurt in the week one game. And so, um, you know, that's going to be a big issue for Vincent Taylor moving forward, whether or not he can avoid the injury bug, because part of the thing that happened that 2018 season is he got hurt midway through that season as well. So anytime he starts to build some momentum, he gets injured. That's been sort of the same story with Marlon Davidson as well. You know, I think he's been on the COVID list three times in two years uh, and, and dealt with other injuries, particularly as a rookie, uh, like with knee and hands and ankle issues or whatever it was that year as well. And so he's the same way where anytime it seems like he's starting to build some momentum, you know, something, whether it's COVID or an injury has come along and derailed it. And so this is going to be a critical summer for Marlon Davidson, along with some of, of these other 2020 draft selections, you know, not named AJ Terrell, but Marlon Davidson, Jalen Hawkins, Michael Walker, Matt Hennessy, you know, for all four of those guys, 2020, this 2022 season um, is going to kind of be a make or break year for them because in all four of their cases, the, this current regime has kind of drafted players that you could at least, you know, say is a possible replacement for these guys, uh, you know, Taquan Graham with Marlon Davidson, 
you know, Drew Doman with Matt Hennessy, uh, Troy Anderson with Michael Walker and Richie Grant to a certain extent with Jalen Hawkins. And so this year, this upcoming season, if these guys don't necessarily show that they can be fixtures here in Atlanta, uh, you know, you're looking at the potential of these guys being one contract players. You're looking at the potential of the team, you know, now that they won't have as many spending limits, bringing in better options. So this is kind of a make break year for all of those guys. And especially, you know, given how high a draft pick Marlon Davidson was a year ago, uh, especially for him. So we'll see if him and Vincent Taylor can stay healthy. Uh, and, and if they can this summer, that will give them the best foot forward. But Davidson, certainly because of the aforementioned reasons, is not necessarily a lock to make the roster this year. Uh, I would still think he's a pretty safe bet at this point in time, just because the rest of the D-line group isn't necessarily stocked with, you know, more proven options. Um, and so if you're looking for another young guy with potential, you know, it's hard to, it, you know, it's n- not easy to him. I don't know how to, what I'm trying to say, but like, you know, how many better options are there than Marlon Davidson, I guess is is what I'm trying to sit here and say, but we'll see with him and and Taquan Graham. Uh, Obviously this current regime has a more vested interest in Taquan Graham succeeding than they necessarily do in Marlon Davidson, simply because Graham was their draft selection, as opposed to Davidson being the previous regime's draft selection. But for me, at least watching the film last year, uh, you know, I thought Graham and Davidson were pretty interchangeable when they were on the field last year. Um, so we'll see if Taquan Graham can make a, a significant year two leap. That's one of the things I'm eager to see about this 2021 draft class that, you know, basically outside of Kyle Pitts, who we knew was good. Uh, you know, how big a leaps are some of these other guys um, going to make? Uh, and whether or not a Taquan Graham, who was a guy that I looked at as like a back-end rotational guy in a D-line rotation, you know, a seventh or eighth man in an eight-man rotation, uh, is sort of his potential in the NFL. Can he be more than that? Can he show a bigger leap than that and become a legit starter? Can he be a legit third or fourth guy in a D-line rotation? And so that will be something to keep an eye on uh, this summer, along with Davidson and and Taylor and what they can do. And then you have Anthony Rush, who I think now with the Eddie Goldman assignment is kind of perfect for where he's at on the depth chart. He's ideally suited to be a backup, a depth piece, nose tackle that can keep a guy like Eddie Goldman fresh, but it wasn't necessarily destined to be a starter. Like we, you know, we, we saw some flashes from Anthony rush, uh, particularly in that first saints game last year uh, that we we're like, Oh, this is intriguing. But like after that, we didn't really see much from Anthony rush to, to make you believe that he was a starter. So that was part of the reason why like this, you know, these last two months I've been like, yeah, the Falcons definitely need to sign someone like an Eddie Goldman or Brandon Williams. One of these sort of uh, bigger nose tackles that can bring you a little bit of juice as a pass rusher because you weren't, really expecting that uh, from Anthony rush. But I I think, you know, these four guys do sort of give the Falcons some decent solid depth. And we'll just sort of see if any of these guys sort of emerge as a starter um, by summer's in. And if if not, then maybe the Falcons go out there and, and, and go out there and get another guy, you know, veteran at the end of training camp, like they just pulled off with the Eddie Goldman signing. Um, Or could it be possible that one of these young guys like a Jalen Dalton or one of these undrafted free agents sort of emerge in the power of competition this summer? And we'll talk about that to wrap up uh, today's, you know, D-line breakdown. Uh, But before we get there, guys, I do want to plug the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast family. We're on the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast feed on your preferred podcast platform, whether that be Apple, Odyssey, Google, or Spotify or YouTube, you can find three different shows breaking down all of the big local sports 
headlines here in Atlanta and Georgia, as well as the national sports headline. You can check out A to Z with Mark Zeno, Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, and ATL Day Ones with Jarvis Davis and Tanitra Batiste. Find them all on the same podcast feed. And if you check out Locked On Sports Atlanta on YouTube, you'll also be able to check out the Locked On Braves postcast, breaking down every Atlanta Braves win and loss this season. And guys, I want to tell you also that today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto with ever-increasing numbers of makes and models. It's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer? When you already have access to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket, save time and money when using Rock Auto. Instead of spending up to twice as much for the same parts from a car dealership or chain store, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years with reliably low prices for every single customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Just go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in the, how did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. So we're talking about the rest of the D line room. Um, and we know, or we suspect that the Falcons will probably keep six D linemen. And that was one of the big reasons why I was very confident the Falcons would sign a veteran D lineman. Cause you looked at like they had five guys that you would say like, Oh, those are five guys that will make the team, but they're going to keep six on the roster. Uh, so, you know, where's that six guy going to come from? And that's why, you know, for months I've been predicting a signing like Eddie Goldman, but you look at, the six guys now with Eddie Goldman being that six guy, you know, joining Jared, uh, Graham, Davidson, Taylor, and Rush as the guys most likely to make the roster. Uh, and so it, it's very likely that the remainder of the D linemen of the Falcons are bringing to camp this summer are really competing for a practice squad spot, but you never know. As I said, you know, Marlon Davidson's not a lock. Vincent Taylor's not a lock. Anthony Rush is not a lock. Um, and so there is a possibility the door is still cracked for one of these guys to emerge and potentially up in the depth chart with a strong summer. Uh, I think Jalen Dalton's probably the most intriguing of this group, uh, being that he's at least checks the boxes on paper when you look at what he brings to the table from an athletic a size, a length standpoint, being 6'6 with an 83-inch wingspan. You know, there's another player that's on the Falcons roster that's 6'6 with an 83-inch wingspan, and he's considered a unicorn, and his name is Kyle Pitts. And so, you know, Jalen Dalton's 300 pounds, so he's like a 300-pound Kyle Pitts. So, you know, I don't know if he's a unicorn, but maybe he's a, a donkey with a – I don't know that maybe this is too, this sounds like Slater. I don't mean it's Slater, but you know, maybe he's not a dog. Maybe he's not a unicorn, but maybe it's a donkey with a, a plastic horn, a stick taped to his head or something like that. I don't know, but maybe he is a unicorn. So we'll, we'll see if he can sort of emerge at that. Um, you know, I, I've read some articles where he was very close to making the Saints roster the last couple of summers. Uh, unfortunately for him, similar to kind of what we've been talking about with Vincent Taylor and Marlon Davidson, injuries have seemingly derailed him in, in those attempts to make the roster. And again, maybe this is the summer where, you know, he gets the lucky break and, and can find a path to making the 53-man roster here in Atlanta. So I think of these group, if you were to bet on anybody, that's probably the at least the more intriguing option. Uh, because maybe he is again, uh, sorry, Jalen Dollar for calling you a donkey, <laughs> donkey with a stick on your forehead. Uh, but maybe he is a, a legit unicorn. And so maybe he can surprise Nick Thurman's the other sort of quote unquote veteran of the group. Although Nick Thurman doesn't have a, a ton of experience playing games. He did get some action in that Buffalo game late for the Falcons. Uh, after spending the year on the practice squad, he had a couple of years on the Patriots practice squad prior to the Falcons scooping him up. I thought Nick Thurman was decent for like the 17 snaps he played in that Bills game. Uh, so, you know, he's a guy that this is kind of 
potentially his last shot. Like he's going to be 27. Dalton's like 24. Uh, but like, you know, Thurman's not going to get too many opportunities at this point. Cause you're not going to see too many teams eager to sign a 28 or 29 year old D tackle that has, I don't know what 30 career snaps or whatever the case may be moving forward. So this is kind of his last summer. So we'll see if that sort of motivates him and lights a fire under his butt uh, to potentially push for one of these, you know, roster spots or practice squad spot for a second year in a row. And we'll see what the undrafted rookies can do. Um, you know, I, I would sit here today, especially now with the Goldman signing, uh, feeling like they're unlikely to stick on the 53 man roster. There was a chance until the Falcons signed Goldman uh, because there was, you know, that six spot up for grabs that maybe one of these guys could impress to make the roster again, still a possibility there. Um, and we'll see if any of these guys can emerge. Uh, I think of the three undrafted free agents, the two that are probably the most intriguing for similar reasons as Jalen Dalton, just because on paper, given their size and speed and athleticism is probably Timmy Horn, the nose tackle from Kansas state, who I believe was a transfer from Charlotte and Derek Tangelo, who's at Penn state alongside Arnold Ebiketti. It was a transfer from somewhere. Um, all I can think of is temple because that was Arnold Ebiketti where he came from, but I can't remember where Tangelo came from. Um, but those are two guys that are, are at least in, more intriguing to me based off of what little I've seen of these undrafted free agents, watched a couple of clips, a couple of highlights or whatever the case may be. Uh, but what didn't do, do too deep a dive on these guys, but they were, they're intriguing to me. So, you know, whether it's the practice squad for some of these guys or potentially making a really strong push to be a seventh D lineman or to steal a six spot from, you know, maybe one of the, the quote unquote bubble guys like Marlon Davidson or Anthony Rush or Vincent Taylor. We'll, we'll just sort of have to see. And as I said earlier, you know, we could also see the Falcons, you know, come out of the summer feeling not too particularly pleased by everybody not named Grady Jarrett, everybody not named Eddie Goldman uh, this summer and and still being proactive at the end of the summer to bring in a a potential veteran along the D-line as well, you know, when we get to the end of August or early September or whatever case may be. So it's something to keep an eye on moving forward uh, that the Falcons may not be done shuffling their depth and their rotation along this defensive line, Uh, you know, as we have been saying for in the last couple of years is Grady Jarrett needs all the help he can get. So no one's certainly going to complain about the Falcons adding more talent along their interior defensive line. So that's it guys talking about the interior defensive line tomorrow. We'll be talking all about the edge group and we'll talk a little bit about what those guys may be bringing from a production standpoint and what their projections may be and potential, the possibility that we may see double the amount of sacks uh, from this defense and this edge rusher group than we saw a year ago with those guys. And so we'll go deeper into some of my projections and what we can see from those guys on tomorrow's episode. But if you want to provide your feedback on anything I've discussed on today's episode, anything I've discussed on previous episodes or anything I've discussed on past episodes or future, or you want me to discuss on future episodes, you can of course hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at lockdown Falcons. You can send an email to lockdown Falcons at mail.com. And of course you can leave a comment here on the lockdown Falcons YouTube channel. Uh, we'll be getting these, you know, positional breakdowns for the rest of this week. And then, you know, we'll, we're only a couple of weeks away from training camp. So, you know, uh, we'll be breaking down the defense and whatnot as we move forward here. Uh, now that the D line is done and we'll just sort of see if Eddie Goldman can be all the things that we dream him to be, or at least I dream him to be, uh, you know, there, there haven't been too many things that I've been given a thumbs up for the Falcons this season. So Eddie Goldman's one of the few things. So it, it would be, you know, 
just my just my luck that it, it doesn't go as well as I hope it goes. But, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're being a lot more positive on this podcast. And I, I feel reasonably confident and optimistic that Eddie Goldman will be everything, everything that he, we dream him to be. Uh, and we'll see, if, you know, the Falcons add a little bit more to that. But that's going to do it for us, guys, here. If you want to check out other shows as your second listen, always recommend checking out any of the Locked On Sports Atlanta shows, Locked On Braves, Locked On Hawks, uh, Locked On Bulldogs. You can, of course, always check out Locked On NFL to get the lowdown on the latest going on with the other 31 teams around the NFL. Uh, you can check out Locked On Bets. And, of course, head on over to Bet Online or uh, to Rock Auto. Uh, to find all the parts you need as the Falcons shop for parts, you know, along their defense all summer long. So guys, that is going to do it for us here. Appreciate it till then.